welcome you to another week of podcast of morning meditation. We're glad to have you aboard with us this week and trusting that God's going to speak to our hearts and and just guide us into the way he wants us to walk. What a great God uh, we serve and how he loves and cares for his people. And I just pray that we'll be able to share something with you this week that will so encourage you and just cause you to draw just a little bit closer to Jesus and have a wonderful walk with him. I want to just give you my email address quickly and then get into our message for today. My email is lhart07 at aol.com. That's L-H-A-R-T-0-7 at aol.com. And uh, today I'm going back to 1 Samuel. I want to share with you uh, a a thought here this morning as we look at uh, 1 Samuel chapter 8. Uh, the people had come, it says in verse 4, all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, you are old and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint a king to lead us such as all the other nations have. But when they said, give us a king to lead us, this displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord. The Lord told him, listen to All that the people are saying to you, it's not you they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king, as they have done from this day, from the day I brought them up out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are doing to you. Now listen to them, but warn them solemnly, and let them know what the king who will reign over them will do. Well, now notice, here's what. Uh, they're saying, we want a king. We want to be like everybody else. And and I feel that's one of the issues that we face in our generation is too often we just want to be like everybody else. We want to, we want to do things the way they, everybody else is doing them instead of staying and saying we're God's people and we're going to do things the way God wants them for us, regardless of what everybody else is doing. And when we get into trouble, it's when we have turned away from what pleases God. Let me remind you that God has called us out. That is, believers, Christians, have been called out to be his special people. And as his special people, we're to walk with him and we're to be distinct from other people because God dwells in us and he walks with us. And we're to be different. We're to be unique. But these people say, we want a king like everybody else. We want to be like the other nations. And too often, uh, that's our goal. And here, uh, when Samuel heard this, he was displeased. He didn't like it, and he and he told them he didn't like it. And then he went to the Lord in prayer. And God told him, no, it's not you that they're having a problem with. They, their problem is with me. They're rejecting me. They've done this ever since I led them out of Egypt. I'm the one who's delivered them, but they forget me so quickly and so easily. And so he says, you give them a king, but warn them, solemnly warn them what it will cost them. You see, sometimes in life, God will give you that, that you want. If you, you just won't give up, you just got to have it and you want it and you don't care what God wants. You want what you want and he gives it to you, but there's a price to pay when we go uh, contrary to the perfect will of God. So he gives them things here about what's going to happen when they have a king and and how that's going to be. But let me 
uh, turn over a couple of chapters and share with you chapter 12. Uh, Samuel is talking to them, and, and he says, Now then stand still and see the great thing the Lord is about to do before your eyes. It's not wheat harvest now. And I'll call upon the Lord to send thunder and rain, and you'll realize what an evil thing you did in the eyes of the Lord when you asked for a king. And then Samuel called on the Lord, and that same day the Lord sent thunder and rain, and all the people stood in awe of the Lord and of Samuel. The people said to Samuel, Pray to the Lord your God for your servants so that we will not die, for we've added to all our other sins the evil of asking for a king. Oh, they realize after a while that uh, uh, they've been wrong. They've done what is wrong. There's a price to pay when we uh, go contrary to the will of God. And so that's what I want to just focus on for a few minutes with you today is, is uh, are you asking God for something that's outside of the perfect will of God? You see, there is a permissive will of God where sometimes God allows us to have uh, what we're asking for, go a different direction than he's leading us. But there's always a price tag on the permissive will and rather the perfect will of God. And uh, we are to be his people and let him lead us, let him guide, let him direct our lives. And so we, as his people, must learn to let him lead us. And so uh, I, I know in James chapter uh, 4, he says, that sometimes you pray and don't receive what you ask because you ask with wrong motives. You want it for self reasons that do not honor God. And I think about the time when Moses leading the children of Israel uh, through the desert and they ran out of water and they were crying out for water. And Moses was told by God to strike the rock with the rod of God and water would come out and would would give them uh, the, the water that they needed to quench their thirst. Then they began to complain about food. And, and of course, you know, God sent manna, and they had manna, but then they said, we're tired of manna, <clears throat> we want something else. You see, here we have people that are so concerned about what they want, and they're not looking to what God wants. And what is God's purpose? Why is God doing this? Why does God allow this? And God has a reason for everything he does. And he has a right purpose. That's why the Bible says that all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. He didn't say they all felt good would be good. It wasn't good maybe, manna, I guess maybe we'd all get tired of manna every day. But, but God sent quail and satisfied that desire they had. But the Bible says that while they were still eating it, all that they wanted, it began to make them sick. They were nauseous. It said it came out their nostrils. Can you imagine the sickening uh, effect this was? There's a psalm that talks about uh, this time in their lives, and, and it talks about their stomachs were fat, but their souls were empty. And I fear maybe that's where we are today. We've so desired what we want and not listening to God, not following his perfect will, and we've allowed ourselves uh, to be less than what God ever intended. I want to tell you, God's desire for you is that you would be blessed, that you would be uh, in every way 
not, not, I'm not talking about prosperous in the way this world looks at prosperity, but there'd be peace and joy in your heart, contentment in your life. You know, Paul said, it doesn't matter what circumstances I find myself in, I am content because I can do all things through Christ, who is my strength. And that's what I'm wanting to say to you today, church. I wanted you to see this, that that these people, they wanted a king. It wasn't the perfect will of God, but they wanted a king. They wanted to be like everybody else. God gave them the king, but it was disaster for them. And, and, and uh, later on, if you follow this through, Saul in his beginning was a very humble man, but he became very prideful. And he began to get away from the will of God and do what he pleased to do rather than following God's perfect will. And God knew this, and God did not want this for them, but they chose it anyway. And now there's a consequence to it. And there will be a consequence in your life and in my life when we desire to go away from the perfect will of God, when God is saying, this is not what I want for you. This is not the way I want you to go. But we insist and we go our way and we do our thing the way we want to do it without thinking about God. This is uh, wanting what we want, desiring what we want, and it going against the will of God. I pray today that you and I would stop and we would think and say, Lord, if this isn't your will, I don't want it. I want what you want me to have. I want to be content with what you put in my life because I trust you and I know that you have the greatest and the best plans for my life. Even when Israel was in captivity after all of their disobedience and God still loved them and he sent word to them and he said, now you're going to be in captivity. 70 years you're going to be in captivity but I will bring you out. I know that you think this is bad, but I know the plans that I have for you and they're for your good and not for evil. I want to say to you in closing today, God's plan for you is good. God has a good plan for you. Desire to walk with God and not follow the course of this world and your own desires to be like others. May God help us today to trust him, to walk with him, and I'm looking forward to the rest of this week as we share the word of God with you. God bless you. Have a great day.